Hi, this is Brooklyn Mike of TBMSRadio.com. Join me and my great co-host, Mike Scully and DJ Scott West on the Brooklyn Beef Podcast. This will be a series of podcast topics in dealing with the stupidity and disrespect in people, politics, situations, processes, or anything that just really pisses us off. This will be a great podcast series that can be accessed on any of your favorite podcast platforms. So please subscribe to our podcast shows right now on tbmsradio.com and join in on our Facebook group page discussions by liking our Facebook group, The Brooklyn Beef. Well, you just uh, joined us on the Brooklyn Beef. This is Brooklyn Mike, and uh, we have uh, two hosts today. We have uh, Scott West down in Maryland, and also Lisa is joining us today. And our topic for today is going to be driving habits, which should be a pretty fun. How you guys doing? Hey, Lisa. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Scott. Hey, Scott. Oh, Scott, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? All right. We're doing good. We're doing good. We're sitting here uh, talking about uh, uh, driving habits. And, you know, it's kind of funny. (laughs) Uh, Scott, you probably see a lot about driving habits being on the uh, motorcade with the police department. Yeah. This is one of my favorite topics here. (laughs) People's people's driving skills and or lack thereof. Well, I got a bunch of beefs about this. Uh, First of all, uh, back in the day when I was living down in uh, in uh, Virginia, I actually got my neck broken a second time uh, by a, a young lady uh, right there at 66 where it joins 495. Yep. And uh, in the morning when when uh, the the uh, traffic hits, it goes from uh, 65, 75 miles an hour to zero in no time. Well, yeah. I pulled up at that intersection or highway interchange, and um, I came to a stop, and I look in my rearview mirror, and what do I see is this young lady putting on her makeup. And she didn't know I came to a stop. So I decided to stop her. And She She was in the back end of your car. She Actually, she almost ended up in the front seat with me. (laughs) And... uh, and her makeup was all over the place. So that's, uh, you know, people like that, uh, the use of, uh, uh, and also during, you know, whenever you drive on 495 or the Beltway, so you get to see people putting their makeup on, um, shaving, and as you said, reading a book, uh, reading newspaper. Texting. Texting is a big thing. Texting is horrible. And that has become... Our single biggest problem with drivers is people texting, phone calling. Now, the laws vary state to state. I know in New York up there, you guys have a no phone in hands law. That's true. Down here in Maryland, we have the exact same thing. You cannot have that mobile device in your hands at all. Virginia, you're actually allowed to be on the phone holding the cell phone up to the side of your face, talking on the phone while you're driving. Really? For, for some reason, you can't text in Virginia, but you can talk on the phone. Huh. Wow. While you're driving. Yeah. And that's now we get a lot of Virginia drivers up here. They commute up here for work. 
they work in Rockville, Germantown, wherever. They come into Maryland, and then we're sitting on the side of the road, and we're nailing people because they have a device in their hands. And our law is very specific. You cannot have a cellular device in your hands at all. You must be hands-free, and you can't even use it to be looking at GPS. It's got to be in a phone holder somewhere in the vehicle. Same here in New York. Well, you know, I... I I put my phone in a holder and I'm, I'm done with it. Right. I don't do much with it. Um, right. And, and you know, here's a, here's another problem. The kids, the teenagers, the ones that don't have experience. Um, I see them all the time on the phones and I'll tell you what, that scares me to death because these kids don't have the experience of how to maneuver a car in a situation when the moment arises, if they have to swerve or something, they have no idea hey. what to do. Exactly. And then I mean, having the phone in your hand makes it that much worse. Yeah. Exactly. Because too. you don't Yeah, well, exactly. They don't have both hands on the wheel, got one hand up to their ear, one hand on the steering wheel. And because I mean studies have shown that when you're doing a divided attention task, both both tasks suffer. Right. And well, for some reason people when they're on the phone will put more attention to their phone call than they do to the driving. The driving is mostly muscle memory. So they're just kind of on autopilot as they go down the road. And but, I've, I've also seen somebody with uh, one hand on the phone and one hand with a sandwich. <laughs> I have no idea what's holding the steering wheel. Their knees. <laughs> yeah, we, we I can hope, only hope. I hope it's we their knees. Hope. I hope it's their knees and not uh, their gift at other places. But anyway. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> you know but I, this, I guess it would depend on their gender. Folks, it's, it, that's true. Folks, yeah. this is dangerous. This is dangerous, and uh, not only that, but there's other host of of, of things that uh, uh, concern the habit habits of driving, such well, as. Let, let, let's talk about people and their lack of etiquette on the road nowadays. Oh, that, that's they, a good one. They will cut other drivers off in a heartbeat. I need, oh, you're in the far right lane. I need me to make that left turn that's coming up right now. It's the only left turn on this road that I can take. I'm not allowed to take any others. And if I don't take this left turn right now, my life will be over. So I have to cut across four lanes of traffic to make this left turn. Well, the other day, and, and Lisa can vouch for this, I passed a right-hand turn, and I just kept on going. And the next exit was about 20 miles down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. And I, I get that, but at least you were smart and you passed it. Now, whether you meant to pass it or not, yeah, it's a whole other story. Well, <laughs> I didn't know I, I was supposed to take that turn. Yeah, but, yeah I didn't mean to pass it, but uh, now we're 40 miles out of the way. We went 20 miles down and 20 miles had to get back to get okay. where we were going. Right. Okay. So, you know, on an interstate highway or on a parkway where there's one exit every 20 miles, that's one thing. Well, you know, I but just still I just kept take on going for a few minutes. Yeah. You take an extra few minutes out of your day. You go down to the next exit. And that, amazingly enough, your GPS will recalculate your yep. route. Yep. It did. And, and it will give you a route. Well, you know, the cannoli was still there when I got there. So it didn't matter. <laughs> cannoli and cappuccino. That's right. Uh, imagine that. <laughs> really? So funny how that works. So y y the driving etiquette. OK, we talk about. That's a good point, Scott. You know, hey, if you miss your turn, there's another turn. The world yeah, don't cut people off. The world is not flat. Okay. Oh, and Mike, Mike and Lisa, have you guys seen this? Now, Mike, you said you've got a new truck. Lisa's got a fairly late model truck. You guys have probably seen this function on your vehicles. 
It's called a turn signal. This little <laughs> stalk on the left side of the steering wheel. If you push it up, your right signal goes on. If you push it down, your left signal goes on. Imagine that. It's pretty cool. It is cool. And <laughs> it, it's actually nice when people use those. <laughs> That's another good one. Uh, the use of signals. And, uh, and how about, or, uh, my, my favorite is uh, doing 20 on an interstate. In the left lane. <laughs> now, these are things I, that is something I will pull someone over for. We have several interstates through my county. Um, sometimes going to and from court, I have to be out on the interstate getting to and from court or going to and, to and from an assignment. Speed limit's 55 here in Maryland. Statewide speed limit, 55, except on certain roads. And there are some roads where it is posted higher. Very few, but some. Interstate 270, the big one that comes through Montgomery County, 55 miles an hour. Lady was doing 30 miles an hour in a little Fiat 500 or something. One of those little cars, mini make, mini mock-up cars. And I pulled her over. I said, ma'am, you're doing 30 in a 55. You are a rolling road hazard. Why aren't you going a little faster? She said, I don't feel comfortable going more than 35 miles an hour. And I told her, I said, ma'am, you need to get off of the interstate. Then you need to get on the side roads. But there's traffic lights there, and it'll take me forever to get where I'm going. I said, ma'am, at 35 miles an hour, you're going to wind up dead or hurting someone else on this road, and then you'll never get to where you're going. So get off the interstate and either speed up and do the speed limit, do 55, stay to the right and do 55, or get off of the interstate. What did I tell you? He's he's a teddy bear because he he, he, he did not give her a ticket. I was going to say, did you ticket her I for did, going too slow? I did write her a warning. I said, ma'am, I could have made this a $90 ticket. You need to either pick up the pace or get off this road. He gave her a warning. He didn't did. give her a ticket. He, <laughs> he gave her a warning. Her. No. Now, <laughs> I have, I have pulled, and I, and I pull people over. Now, I am a teddy bear. I will oftentimes give them a warning unless... I get back to my car, I run their license, and I run their driver's license and their license plate, and I see in our automated ticketing system, they've already gotten warnings from other officers. Mm -hmm. Then they get a ticket. So it's the, your lucky day. So the warning, yes. the warning is, is a written warning that another officer can see. Yes. Okay. In the cool. state of Maryland, when we do written warnings, with our automated ticketing system that we have, if I write you a warning in one county, any officer in any county statewide, as long as they're using the automated ticketing system that is a statewide ticketing system, they can see that I wrote you a warning and what it was for, what time, what date, all kinds of things. Nice, nice. Well, that's uh, we don't have those in New York, unfortunately, but uh, they, they, they just write you a ticket no matter what here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my thing is I've been on the job for 25 years and I'm tired of going to court. Yep. That's just yeah. The bottom line. <laughs> so, so, uh, so that's the, that's one of those problems is driving slow on, uh, on a left lane. Um, the use of devices on, uh, in a vehicle, uh, the use of, when I say devices, I'm not even talking about a phone. Like I said, you even said it, Scotty, we had, uh, you know the, the 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 newspaper writing reading the uh, oh yeah the book reading. I mean, you see that on the Beltway. You know it because most people are sitting there on Beltway the Beltway two seventy. Yeah, I mean you you've got bumper to bumper traffic and everybody brings their book now. To their credit, uh, people are using Audible books a lot more. Right, they're listening to the CDs. They're bringing their MP3s, Audible books, whatever. They're streaming them in their car. Awesome. What about gender? 
gender-related issues. <laughs> so, I, I don't know of any of those. I wouldn't know anything <laughs> about those. Oh, but, yeah. uh, We're dropping that one, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. But I have no idea what you're talking about, Mike. I yeah. have no clue. So we were talking about uh, also seeing somebody eating a sandwich and having one hand on the sandwich and one hand on the phone. That was another All right, thing. Now I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw myself under the bus here. Oh boy, here we go. I, I work a lot. You know, when I'm in the car, I'm working, and there are some days where it's just busy. We go from call to call to call to call, wreck to wreck to wreck to wreck, or from one assignment to another to another to another. And so I'm eating a sandwich while I'm driving in between accident scenes or in between calls. Yeah, I'm I, I'm the first to say I'm guilty of that. You got but, a, you got a sandwich I, and and a phone. Sandwich in, sandwich in one hand, but I don't have a phone in the other hand. I have the other hand on the steering wheel. Okay, all right. So you're not. And I am, and I am paying way more attention to the road than I am to my food. So let me ask you a question: Are you guys allowed to use your phone as a police officer in the vehicle while driving? Um, isn't that something that you guys are allowed to do? It is actually written into Maryland state law that we are allowed to have the cell phone up to our face yep. as long as it is an official call. business call. Right. Same as New York. Now, I have a Bluetooth headset. I refuse to hold that phone up to my ear while I'm driving. That's I, will cool. not, I will not hold a phone handset up to my head while I'm driving at all. I won't do it. Does does a police officer official business? Uh, does that mean also I can order my food? Yeah, no, that's not official business. <laughs> official business is when my sergeant calls to tell me I've screwed <laughs> up again, or that I have to get to the station for something. Well, that's you know, official business. We take we take it lightly, you know, and I I joke a little bit about it, but it's it's serious. This is a serious situation, and uh, the biggest no, it thing. Is. You know, especially when your experience level is, uh, like I said before, your experience level is low. Like uh, yeah, a brand, brand new drivers, kids who just got their licenses, right. kids in their you know late teens, they just gotten their license. They've only been on the road a year or two. They don't have the driving experience the three of us have. You know, Mike, you've been driving probably a year or two longer than I have. I've probably been driving like five or ten years longer than Lisa has. So you know, it's all good. <laughs> good <one's laughs> So, you know, um, just out of curiosity, when you when you pull these these people over and you're pulling uh, percentage wise, what what would you say the percentage of uh, pulling somebody over who is experienced versus a younger uh, person who doesn't have experience? Are you pulling over more people that are that are less experienced? My area kind of it's kind of a loaded question there. I would say that I pull over people. Of all ages, there's no, it's 50-50 young versus not so young. But where I have different levels of driving experience is because this is a highly transitional area. In the Washington, Baltimore metropolitan area, there are just hundreds of thousands of people from other parts of the world. That's true. Formalized driving laws don't exist in some parts of the world. They're mere suggestions. So these people get behind the wheel of a car here. And all of a sudden, our formalized traffic laws are kind of not second nature to them because they're not used to it the way they were taught to drive. Yes, they had to pass a test in whatever state they got their license in, but let's think about that. Once you take your driving test, you're like, okay, I've got my license. Now I'm just going to drive. Right. 
you know, do you keep up with changes in all the traffic laws? No, most people don't. Right. I do because it's my job. Right. But, you know, I pull people over. And there are a lot of things I can pull people over for. There are a lot of things every officer in every state can pull people over for that folks have no idea they can get pulled over for. But because we're only pulling over the blatant violations, a lot of things just get by. A, we don't have time to pull every single thing over. B, we don't have enough cops on the street to pull every single violation over. And C, just prioritizing things. And, right. and that's more like headlight out, taillight out, exactly. tinted now, windows, music tinted too loud. In this area, tinted windows and music too loud will get you pulled over in really? this area. Really? Yes. Music too loud? Yeah, yeah because we have can't be, can't be heard more than 50 feet from the car. Hell, that would certain uh, decibel or something, right, Scott? Um, well, I mean, think about it. If you're in an enclosed vehicle, even if you've got the windows rolled down and you're at a traffic light, people eight cars away listening to your music and they can hear it as if they're sitting right next to you. That's too loud well, because you you can't hear a siren coming up from behind. Correct. Fire, now, fire truck, yeah, you could probably hear them, but a police car, an ambulance, yeah, you're probably not going to hear those. Right. And that's what I was going to say. It's 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 a it's a safety issue because you can't hear right. an emergency vehicle, or you and can't. you also can't hear someone blowing their horn if it's an emergency and they're about to run into you. Right. And that's why they can't wear earbuds or something in their ears and both correct. ears. You're allowed in, one, in but not both. Correct. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. That's that's uh, that's an important thing to to know about. Uh, now I know I know the tinted windows is uh, is an issue for officer safety. Um, uh, yeah, it is. It is. We we can't see what's what someone's got in their hand when we walk up to the car. Maryland has a tent law of thirty three percent. the The front and back passenger windows on a car, a sedan or coupe type car, can't be darker than thirty three percent. That means it can, it can't be limo dark. Right. Right. So we have to kind of be able to see inside from the outside. Right. We talked about. Um... We talked about the uh, uh, the use of devices. We talked about uh, uh, what are some of the other things that uh, are, are distractive to a to a driver that can be pulled over by a police officer. In your experience, Scott. Well, it's not just distracted driving. It's just bad driving. It's it's incomp incompetent driving. People don't stay in their lane. Right. People changing lanes without using turn signals. People weaving in and out of lanes. So speeding, speeding is a big thing. Speed kills, right? It just does. And it causes a lot of accidents. And I will tell you with this Corona lockdown, coronavirus lockdown that all the states are going through Virginia, especially hang on one second. Sorry about that. Um, Virginia, all of all their fatal traffic accidents in the last month and a half, 47% of those were attributed to speed, or speed was a contributing factor. Was right. that either speed because too fast or speed too slow, or a little bit too of Too fast. People too driving fast. way too fast because so many, the roads are wide open. I mean, traffic is down so much because everybody's working from home and everybody's staying home. Those that are on the roads have a wide open road, and they're not used to that, so they're, I mean, Virginia is, I mean, Virginia is a pretty tight state. They pull a lot of people over anyway. But they're getting a lot of people, a significant number, driving over 100 miles an hour in 55-mile-an-hour zones. So, 
So here you have a, a disaster waiting to happen. Uh, you got mm -hmm. someone who is driving very, very fast, and then someone in the left lane uh, doing 20 miles less than the speed limit. Or even 5 or 10 miles less than the speed limit, right. post speed limit. Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster, especially if it's a young kid driving way too fast. They're not used to driving. They don't have the skills necessary. And then let, let's just say an elderly person who is bound and determined to drive their way in whatever lane they want, yeah, there, there's going to be an accident sooner or later. Right, right. So uh, what other, uh, Lisa, what other uh, habits, driving habits uh, that you see that you think is a problem? You know, like traffic weaving in and out, you know, trying oh, to get yeah. around. And, yeah. you know, you, you get on the New York State Thruway and you're behind a tractor trailer and you go to go around him in the passing lane. And then you've got somebody doing 90 coming by you and you can't, you know, you get out, you put your signal on and they just don't care. They don't allow you access into the other lane. Right. So you can get through it. Oh, it's, yeah. It's crazy. We've been in and out of traffic. That's uh, we've seen that quite yeah. a bit. We see it here in, in, in town in going town. in a, you know, 40 mile an hour zone. People just don't have patience. Now, that's the other thing. You have uh, situations where uh, people will act stupid on the highway, especially on the highway. You have a situation where you may have to uh, go around another vehicle and you got a vehicle on your left on your, your quarter panel that is going to just hover your quarter panel. That's an aggravating situation for me. That drives me up the wall. They won't speed up. They won't uh, reduce their speed to let you in. Uh, or in, in, New York, in New York City, one of, the, one of the aggravating things in New York City <laughs> is, uh, yeah. is... Driving period. If they, see, if they see you put a... Yeah, driving period. But if yeah. they see you put a signal on, they immediately come up and lock you in. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's aggravating. And now, now you, you start getting into road rage situation. Where, where somebody gets ticked off, and uh, I've had that situation too, especially down in Brooklyn. Uh, I, I was waiting for a parking spot, and, uh, you know, the person pulls out. I pull in, and next thing you know, uh, the, somebody else has pulled in far enough that I can't go in all the way. And, you know, you start getting into a situation where, hey, buddy, you know, I was waiting this for this parking spot for an hour. And the guy pulls out a gun. I've had that situation in Brooklyn. It's crazy. Wow. It's scary. Yeah. yeah it's I mean, scary. it can happen anywhere, especially nowadays with people who just don't care. Right. Right. So, uh, so what else we have as far as uh, annoying situations in a uh, in a uh, driving atmosphere? Uh, oh, that's the other thing. We just got involved in in bike riding. So, uh, the oh. mo motorcycles. I was just going to say motorcycles. It's that time of year around here now that the weather's starting to get yeah. nice. Yeah. I mean, so you got two types of motorcycles, okay? You got the motorcycle, the Harley Davidson, that you hear coming for about three miles. And that's great. You know, that's a good sounding. And, and I love hearing a, a good Harley coming up, pulling up next to you, you know? And those yeah. guys... Those guys are really awesome They're guys. They're respectful of the road. They're respectful of the road. Oh, absolutely. Respe absolutely, Respectful yes. of the, 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 drivers, the, the laws cars. of the road, yeah. right? The rules of the road and the laws of the road. Uh, but then you have, yeah. you have these crotch rockets. Guys and, on sport bikes. Guys and girls on sport bikes. Yeah. So we had a situation down in Manhattan 
Uh, coming across the bridge, it's bumper-to-bumper traffic at around 10, oh, 11 o'clock at, at, night. at night. Okay? Bumper-to-bumper, and here comes a crotch rocket, not one, but several of them, doing about 70, 80 miles an hour in between the cars. Yep, splitting the lanes, as we call it. Yes. And at, at the moment, that's one of those moments that I, I want to open up my door so bad. You and every other driver on the road, you know, in some in Maryland, in uh, probably New York, I don't know for sure, but I know in Maryland that's illegal. You cannot split lanes on a motorcycle because it is a dangerous maneuver. Out west, Arizona, California, you can split lanes yeah, on a motorcycle, can, yeah. and you don't have to wear a helmet out in California either. It's an option. Pennsylvania too. It's not mandatory. Yeah, that's here in New uh, York. Yeah, Ohio. Ohio doesn't have a helmet law either, which is beyond it's me. Beyond, I would never, I never would think of riding a motorcycle without a helmet. We don't even ride a bicycle without a helmet. Hell, I don't drop yeah. an egg on the floor. Why would I drive a motorcycle with, without a helmet? Right. Yeah, exactly. You know. So you know. And uh, if you, if you ever had an experience of of seeing a motorcycle accident, it's not pretty. It is not pretty. Uh, Scott's seen several of motorcycles. Sure. Well, we, we, we say in the motorcycle world, there are two kinds of riders, those that have gone down and those that are going down. <laughs> I am the former. I have gone down on a motorcycle. Oh, wow. I was making a, making a left turn, going a little wide, put a little too much rear brake on. And like an idiot, I let up off that rear brake and the bike high-sided and I went flying. Now, fortunately, it was A, on duty. B, I was wearing all my protective gear, my uniform, all my safety equipment, and C, it was low speed. So it was, I mean, I very low speed, very lucky. I bounced off a curb. My body armor protected my chest, made a nice little friction line in my nylon jacket that I was wearing at the time. Ouch. But, But it didn't hurt. I got up. I was kind of. My pride was hurt more than anything. I was you, like, "That's embarrassing." You had to call. You had to call that in, didn't you? Well, I had another. I had one of my partners riding with me, right next to me on his motorcycle, and he saw it. And he's like, "Yeah, we had to call the supervisor, let him know." Yeah, Scott went down. Oh well. So we wrote. We wrote up an accident report. You know, did everything we were supposed to do. And it was funny. Some citizens driving by. Went to the next intersection, pulled a U-turn, came back. Dude, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. They're like, dude, we saw you fall down. We were like, oh, he's going to be hurt bad. Oh, man. But uh, I'm like, I, I can see, I can almost picture that call in right now from your partner. Man down. <laughs> yeah, mo- motor down, as motor the words down. go. Motor <laughs> down. And that's, now, he was, he's got the same amount of time on that I have. He didn't get on the air immediately. We called our supervisor on. He was phone. he was looking for a scratch on the bike. <laughs> Actually, I was looking for a scratch on the bike, and I will tell you, down here in Maryland, at least in Montgomery County, we ride uh, Harley Davidson electric glides, the electric glide classics. Yeah, and they have crash bars on them, front and back, around the saddlebags and around the engine. Those crash bars are glorious pieces of equipment. <laughs> that bike was fine. A little scuff on the front fairing and some scuffs on the crash bars but that was it nice. no damage to the bike otherwise well the important thing is that you were okay yes that was the important yeah. thing and i was fine not a scratch on me all my gear did exactly what it was supposed to do so how fast yeah. do those go though just out of curiosity so the, the electric lines the 
the 07 that I'm issued will only go up to about 95, 100 miles an hour. Oh, Some of the newer ones, well, the newer ones, because they've got bigger engines on them, they uh, tighter bikes, better redesigns, they will go faster. They'll get up to about 110, 120. And that's the one they don't give, Scott. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. I'll tell you, this is... Uh, before we get off the air here uh, on this podcast, what uh, is there anything else that uh, that we uh, we have a beef about on driving habits? I've got a Lisa because I mean I I drive every day, but my job is to pull people over for their poor driving habits. Lisa, what do you see? <laughs> I don't have poor driving habits, but <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> well, no. But what do you see as you're driving down the road? And what when you're on your way to and from the office every day? What ticks you off? The most. I'm, I'm only a mile and a half to work. Not mile, even a mile. mile. A Less than, no, about a quarter of a mile. More like right. six. She's only six, six inches. Tenths of an, <laughs> six inches. I'm from only the, around the corner. I actually, I could probably walk to work. They can probably hear me from the office today, from home. <laughs> they can <laughs> hear. They they can That's hear. That's how close I am. They can hear if you have gas her, her office yeah. from the house. Seriously. <laughs> That's Seriously. how close That's we how are. That's how close I am. That's how close That's, we are. So yeah. she doesn't have much of a commute. No, that's a great commute. It's that, a great that, commute. Well, you should see her commute now with the coronavirus. Yeah, from the bedroom to the dining room table. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, exactly. Her exactly. blinkers, her blinkers weren't working when I was walking down the stairs behind her today. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. I tried pulling her over, but she didn't. <laughs> I used my turn signal. <laughs> yeah. There you work. go. Yeah. No, but another thing too, though, just real quick, though, because it's boating season as well, and oh, a lot yeah. of people are going to be trailering their boats, and yes. you know the the equipment on the on the trailers need to be up and working, and you know you got to be cautious of those drivers that are trailering the boats, because a you don't know if their brake lights are going to work or their trailer brakes are going to work or that, if they're going to be able to stop coming up behind you. So those people really need to be cautious when they're trailering as well. That's important because uh, you know Scotty with the boat. Your equipment goes in the water. You know, if you if you're trailering a boat and you're trailering on a daily basis like we do, we don't we don't moor it out on a on a marina or something. So we take our boat, we trailer it. So the, right. the the trailer goes in the water. You know, your rear brake lights are submerged. Those are things that you really have to keep an eye on uh, for maintenance. Um, Absolutely. And, and and for drivers behind trailers. You need to be aware that uh, that you also are going behind a trailer, so and you got to understand that those that equipment goes in the water and may not function. So keep your distance from from trailers. Yeah, just keep your car and lanes. driver. If if you have a tra- if you have a trailer, check your lights. Have have someone else check your brake lights. Check your lights when you turn signals every time you go out. Well, I I would even go further than that. Every time you leave, when you pull it out of the water, when you're getting ready to leave the marina, and when you leave your home to get to the marina, you should check them on each end of the trip. Uh, That's important uh, because uh, uh, we've had a light go out after the submersion of the trailer to pick up the boat. The other thing, too, is uh, making sure that if you're behind a trailer or you're driving a trailer with a boat, that you tie it down, Okay. Now, oh, yeah. we, we have a situation where it's tied down. The boat is heavy enough. We're only three blocks from the marina, okay? So we don't tie the, the rear end down. Now, I will definitely tie it down if I'm going on the highway or going beyond where we go to the marina here, which is only three bo- blocks away or less than a mile away. 
Um, right. So make sure that uh, that your boat is tied down, especially in the rear. Yeah, because you hit a pothole, it's just going to dislodge it from where it's sitting, and it right. could, you know, especially our boat is. I mean, yeah. you can't see the truck when you're behind in the boat. No, you can't. You can't you see know. the truck yeah. at all. No. So yeah. Uh, so it's and again that and that goes hand in hand again with making sure all the brake lights on the trailer are working. Yes. The running lights, the brake lights, the turn signals, everything's working. Right. Right. And that's and that goes uh, even without a trailer. You know, check your equipment when you get on the yeah. highway, when you get on when you're going for a trip or any, not when you go into the store that's down the street. You know, I can understand well, that. You know, once a month, have someone walk around your vehicle, make sure all the lights are working, put yep. your brake. And if you don't have if you don't, you know, if you live by yourself or you don't have someone that can look at the backside of your car, pull up in front of a store or someplace that has plate glass windows, back up. Put your foot on the brake. Look in your mirrors. You can see the reflection of your brake lights in the mirrors. You can see if they're both working. Exactly. Put your exactly. Vehicle in reverse. You'll be able to see the reverse lights in the glass, the reflection it, in the glass. There so, are a lot yeah. of things that you can do when you're pulling yeah. up to a store uh, in a parking lot. Check your headlights. You can see that's yes. how that's how I check my headlights. Is uh, when, the other day I pulled up in a uh, at a store and I I looked and and I could see one of my headlights were out. You know, yeah. so. Yeah. You, those are things that you can do, and uh, you know. Oh, is that why you got the new truck? Because one of the headlights was out on the old truck, so you said it's time to trade it in. Yeah, time to trade the truck in <laughs> yeah. when, when you got your uh, your light. Your headlights are gone. Matter of fact, some of these some of these trucks and vehicles, it takes an act of God to get those lights out. Yeah, yeah you, you got to remove half the engine just to get to your headlights. <laughs> yeah, you know, I had a situation with that just last week. Yeah, but awesome. anyway. Uh, we had a good time talking about this. Uh, hey, this is oh, <laughs> sorry about that. We had a good time talking about this, and um, um, there is a lot of things that you should know uh, and keep cognizant of when you're out on the road, especially uh, uh, with equipment. And uh, well, you know, be 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 kind to each other. Be kind to each other, and this this would be my one word of advice to people: focus on the task at hand. That's if right. If you're driving, focus on your driving. Let everything else just, until you get to where you're going, don't worry about anything else. Focus on getting from point A to point B. Then once you're at point B, then you can deal with life. And please don't drink and drive. Uh, oh, absolutely. That's a big one. That's a big don't one. Even, don't even think about don't that. Even think. Yeah. yeah, that's one. There's always somebody you can call. And that's definitely a topic. Absolutely. That's I, another topic. That's another, another topic. That, yes, that's for another podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. So... Uh, I wanted to thank uh, Scott and Lisa for joining us on uh, this podcast concerning uh, driving habits and uh, things that piss you off, as well as uh, uh, being in the vehicle and being pissed off. So be kind to each other and uh, keep yourself safe on the road. This is Brooklyn Mike saying thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Brooklyn Beef Podcast. This is Brooklyn Mike, and thank you to my co-hosts, Mike Scully and DJ Scott West. For more information about our podcast, please go to tbmsradio.com or go to any of your favorite podcast platform and check out the Brooklyn Beef.